Hi everyone, welcome to Baller's Mind. This is episode two. Um, this is all going to be about setbacks and how you overcome them and how it's okay to go through these periods of time where p- things don't seem perfect. So I'm here today with Izzy to talk about how life's obviously not been that easy, but how we've overcome it to make it the most enjoyable possible hi everyone so how are you yep i'm great thanks how are you yeah i'm good for the third time asking because (laughs) technical issues (laughs) had technical issues but it's fine we're here now hopefully i'm lucky yeah right so i'm gonna get straight into with the question talking about setbacks we've had setbacks with technical issues yeah setbacks with technical issues but we're still here Using that resilience, powering through. <laughs> so I'm gonna get um started with the questions. So obviously knowing you quite well, um, well more than the people that may be listening, um, I know that you play football. Um, so I want you to tell me about your journey so far, and how that journey's been for you. Yeah, so I started playing football when I was ten. Um, I played a little, little bit when I was very little, but not enough. And then I stopped. So I picked it up when I was 10, went straight into a grassroots team. Absolutely loved it. I loved playing. I loved the team, the coaches. It was like, it was amazing. Um, and then I wanted something bigger and better. Um, I wanted to move to, I'm a huge Watford fan. So I wanted to move to the Watford Academy. Um just to play under the name and also a new challenge. I'd been at my other team for like four years or something. Um, so I went to a trial and to my surprise, I got in. Um, I didn't think the trial had gone as well. Um, and the first few training sessions, it was good. I was like, oh, okay, this isn't as hard as I thought it would be. Um, and then it got harder and I wasn't getting as much playing time. So one of the coaches said to me, he was like, look, um, we're going to move you to the development side you can get more playing time and try and get the most out of it um and I remember I got in the car and I just cried I was not happy um but then I went to the first training session and it was the best one of the best things I've ever like agreed to agreed to being moved to teams um then on my family and I've just loved being playing ever since yeah no definitely I feel like it's always hard when you're not that person making that decision um like being told to move teams so technically you were almost released if you like and were like let's move you to this other team obviously it was still part of what but it wasn't what you originally signed up for um and I think the fact that you obviously like stuck with it and kept playing is really important message to anyone out there that doesn't always get football their way is just stick with it because if you love it that love will always stay there. And I think the manager knew what was best for you because he wanted to almost protect your love for the sport, if you like. And that can be your thing that everything happens for a reason. So that's your reason sort of thing. Um, But I feel like it's so important to look after people when that happens most. Because I can guarantee Mm, you, like when you probably got told, it felt like the world was ending, right? Mm. And like, I was... I had a good experience with being told and I know that probably sounds odd but like I still got to train with the academies on a Monday and 
it was a you can work your way back in if you work really hard sort of thing yeah no definitely um thankfully but still that's not the news anyone yeah, wants no, to hear. yeah that's definitely not what you want and it's not like the game time that you probably signed up for and mm, wanted definitely. and worked your way up towards but luckily you obviously still got that opportunity and it almost gives you like I'm going to prove you wrong um and it mm. gives you that satisfaction that you almost end up like quite pro- like proving people wrong so mm. for example we'll probably get into more of it along the podcast today but for example I was probably told at the start of the season when I joined last year oh you're just um a team player right you're not here to win trophies and I was like pardon team player I'm here to win trophies I'm probably like the most competitive person you'll ever meet but just because you've watched me maybe like warm the bench if you like be a Barry bench warmer that's how I sugarcoated it let's just make a joke out of it um because you've seen that don't just assume that it's me like I I bring more than just sitting on the bench if you like and mm-hmm. yeah, and he was quite like big to jump onto that assumption. So we didn't obviously didn't go off to the right foot. So I'm automatically thinking, mm, yeah, this isn't going to be for me. But his ambitions made me stay there. And I feel like to anyone that um is thinking about moving teams or is going through a really like rough patch with their managers or whatever, don't do what they're drawing you into. They're of every club wants to win trophies. Everyone wants to be a decorated club. Like being a coach yeah. now, that's my ambition to win trophies because that's what makes you look successful. Mm-hmm. But for me now, being that wise owl that I am, <laughs> is to pass on the message. Leave where, not that you're not wanted because you are, because your teammates want you around, but mm. go where you feel most happiest hmm. like and I'd say sometimes that can be a bit mu- sorry that can be a bit masked no, because you yeah. might be in a you might like love the the, t- the team that you're in yeah but sometimes you have to assess and think is this really right yeah no definitely and ask those big questions and it's not always going to be easy you're not going to wake up one morning and turn around and go right that's it I'm ready to up and leave it's going to be a working process like you're almost leaving behind your first family if you like like it's just it's like that but at the same time you're going to make new friends if you're sitting there listening to this worried about leaving your team because that was once me it was me too I remember when I told my coach that I was leaving my first team I again cried yeah um and then obviously I had a wreck rough patch with with the other team and then when I joined the other team I was like oh this is what I've been missing these yeah. this is like my old team and like I feel like it, it just comes with every natural of life like when you go into your first job you're like oh yeah everyone knows each other I'm gonna have no friends but yeah weeks down that line you grow friends and I feel like wherever you go you grow friends and football teaches you that lesson because you, you move along all the mm. time Unless you're obviously very lucky and stay with your club for quite a long time. But yeah, but players just, come in and out. Yeah, all the time. Um, And it's just about learning to grow new friends, grow your network, because this could be the person that 
you've been looking for advice and they have that advice for you and you're obviously growing that network so then you can pass that advice on to anyone else after that period yeah networking is one of the most important things that's even just aside from football yeah no definitely like if you're at any event start networking because those those could be your future employers mm-hmm. um moving on to the second question obviously it ties in quite well with the previous one but during this time what sort of setbacks have you encountered so when it comes to setbacks i've been lucky I haven't really had any injuries in my football career, I guess you could call it. Um, yeah, no. But I have had, obviously, the moving to the other team. Yeah. And that was a setback for me because if you're not getting playing time, it's just started raining, sorry. Yeah, um, it started raining here as well. hear <laughs> it really loudly. If you're not getting playing time, you're not obviously going to be enjoying your football. So I think just surround yourself with the people surround yourself with teammates people outside of football friends you have your family and just the right people and start asking those questions Mm. is this really right for me and it won't be an overnight decision but sometimes you do have to make a step yeah no definitely and that step's not always going to be easy so like I remember sitting on the bench for two seasons lucky me it's not even a bench, guys. It was a patch of grass in the winter. It wasn't very nice. It's not, is it? I had to stand. <laughs> so, hey, working those leg muscles. No, I'm joking. But it's it becomes deja vu. Um, you go to training. You sit on this patch of grass on the bench. Um, and you work. You just keep working. And it becomes so draining. Like, I remember coming home from lots of training sessions and just being empty, like, what? Did I just train? Or like, oh, yes, I've had a really good training session. Get there Saturday. Oh, yeah, I'm starting. I'm not starting. Who have I just yeah. told I'm starting? Um, and it was like that, that rare that I got to start, that I remember starting and being, like, given the captain's armband, it was rotating on our team, so everyone got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, looking back on my season highlights and putting on my um, private story at the time, my manager had a temperature when he gave me this armband <laughs> because it was that rare. But I just, Yeah, it's like, you it's, it's funny. Yeah, mm. and um, it was probably, like, the only full 90 I got that season. That's so embarrassing. But it, it that's how it was. And I remember even going on my birthday, I didn't start. Like, who goes to matches on the birthday unless you're professional? Like, I know so many players yeah. that were like, oh, yeah, I'm not getting up for kickoff at 10. It's my birthday. Again, I know every week someone's like, it's their birthday. I'm like, well, you're not coming then? <laughs> yeah. And it's like that sacrifice you make that isn't really, like, appreciated because football's mm. just football and it just keeps cycling on and you're easily replaced. So it's so important to look after yourself. Because it's managing that being replaced. Like there's gonna be someone there. And I felt like there was me and this other player that didn't get really like played that much. Um, I need to be careful what I say next. <laughs> but I felt like she got more opportunities than me. But I felt like I put my heart and soul on that line. Like I was 
suggesting me being the future Serena that I aspire to be was suggesting things to save the team because we were in a really like rough patch like we were arguing you could see it on the pitch that we weren't really together and I wanted Mm. to make that because I knew as someone that watches football and was an assistant coach at the time knows what it is that you need to do to make a strong team to make you you win things and we were doing quite well in a cup competition and I remember missing a pen obviously I've spoken about it on the last episode which I thought which I tried to convince the ref that it went in that just shows you where I was mentally but <laughs> yeah I was that desperate guys <laughs> um but I felt that I wasn't well looked after after the match once I've missed it and I had my old managers at the time, so I played my old team, old managers at the time ago, it takes so much to step up to take that pen. Mm-hmm. Someone had to miss it. And thankfully I wasn't the only one that missed it on that day. Yeah. But again, if you've missed a penalty and you're sitting there, as that's one of your setbacks, it's okay. Go up and take that pen again, because I applaud you for even stepping up to try and take that penalty. And it takes so much to like so much brain power to do these things in football, but they're not that muchly appreciated. Yeah, I think you might, and it's quite a rare thing, but you might have, I don't know, out of 10 people, nine people say, Yeah, well done, good job, like you stepped up for it. But yeah. it's that one person that will be like, Well, you lost the game for us. Yeah. And that's but you're going to get that anywhere in life. Yeah, no. And I feel like it wasn't that's how it was said, but that's how it was felt. Mm. I was like oh my god yeah it's the feeling a lot in football Um, just the emotion that gets conveyed no definitely and I just remember like endless crying like someone told me that someone died or something I'm like literally it's just a penalty get over it like tomorrow's tomorrow but it takes so much to do that and I feel like it needs to be spoken about more not missing penalties but setbacks Mm. because even long-term injuries like your player sitting there in the gym working hard, but you're next to that window watching your team train. Yeah. Like that must be so difficult. And I applaud that anyone Definitely. that is able to come out on the other side, well, everyone is, but it takes so much to even come out on the other side. Mm. Yeah. So obviously like quite linking nicely obviously I would hope because it's a flowing podcast (laughs) and the next question what advice would you give to anyone facing a setback and sorry about the rain it's literally pouring down yeah same here um I'd say surround yourself with the right people the right teammates the right coaches right family if it's an injury take yourself continue with your recovery but take yourself outside of football for a bit I think a lot of people don't realize can help and even if while you're playing while you're benched um and again everyone can say oh yeah you can come back keep working do you know what I mean but just also I think recognize that it's going to be tough there are going to be times when you're not going to feel your best mentally and physically during an injury or being on the bench and allow yourself to feel that but don't let it consume you yeah no definitely I feel like it's so important to like pick up other hobbies as well. So like, mm. I don't know, reading books. Like I know Ethan Mannion 
buys loads of different books on it. I see it on her Instagram. That's how I get my book inspiration, guys. But um, it's just like something to take your mind and to like take your mind away from football and just change your perception on things. And it's just about growing as well. Like I don't read like storybooks. I read mind books because I know yeah. that it it will help me in the long term as well as like it growing me as a person opening how I see things in a different light so if you're going through like setbacks I'll put some recommendations on my social media of books that I think that may help you or men like psychology books that will help you overcome anything that's tough I have an idea what about a book of the month Yes, book of the month. We are discussing ideas as well as helping you. Book of the month. Yep. Yes, we shall have a book of the month starting tomorrow. Watch out for the new book. All right, then. I still need to bring out my own book, actually. That's typing up. No, I'm joking. No one would want to read that. <laughs> I want uh, a side copy. <laughs> Next question. If anyone facing, like, falling out of love with their sport, if anyone's facing that, what advice would you give to help them I, gain love? Yeah, I think, I think like, I've had that a few times. Well, I think, like we said, taking time to see there are other things outside of the sport. I think a big one that I've learned, especially in the past couple of years, two years or so, is that there are other ways to love your sport. There are other careers in it. You can watch it. You don't just have to play it all the time. You can watch it. You can read about it. Like, And there are so many different careers in sport. So I think maybe look at it from a different angle. But also remember that it's okay to fall out of love. Everyone falls out of love with loads of different things. Um, it's okay to not be as interested for a few months and then that will slowly come back. Yeah, no, I'd say try not to worry about losing losing the love. Mm. Try not to overthink it. Just be like, okay, well, this is how I feel now, and learn to try and accept that. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like all the experience that like experiences that I've been through, um, like sitting on the bench. I know I keep banging on about it, but it's the reason why I don't play football anymore. Because it's like, mm. yeah, I really don't want to do this anymore. But at the same time, like I'm going to university next year, or hopefully, hindsight. Um, but I want to go play for the uni team. And it's just having that different outlook. So I've taken a year away from football, but I may not go and play because I've realised how much being a fan mm-hmm. is so much enjoyable than playing. For me, yeah. personally, for me, there's so much joy around it. Like, yeah, Arsenal, England are going to lose. Yeah, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. And it's going to obviously be, like, a rough day the next day. But yeah. enjoying seeing your team lifting a trophy, mm-hmm. I mean, the Euro's coming home. If it, yeah, if this summer. Honestly, I was actually, like, swinging my scarf. I think I bet, like, if you're listening to I was this, there for ages after, yeah, singing. Honestly, if you were sat next to me and I hit with my scarf, and you're listening to this, I'm so, so sorry. But I was really excited because it came home. And yeah, like reliving it 
all the time I'm like three months since three months ago yesterday yeah and just like reliving it all and for me it's more special because yeah I can relive moments of like my playing career if you like not that it was a playing career Mm. but there's more enjoyment and moments that I can recall watching football than I can playing yeah and I think lots of people always say like you've I've heard comments before where people are like wait you watch football but you don't play it yeah and it's like well you can still have the same enjoyment yeah no definitely and you don't have to play it to absolutely love it yeah um and if you think about it not all like broadcasters play football Mm. but they have that football. there are so many other jobs you can do inside football even Um, not not all managers yeah most of them but not all managers um and i feel like if you have football knowledge and you enjoy football, go after football and you don't have to play. Like, playing's not for Even everyone. the physios, all the backroom stuff. Yeah, there's so many more opportunities. And if you're, I don't know, if you're thinking, oh, yeah, I may not make it pro, I'm not going to kill off your dreams, because you are, because obviously that 10-year-old girl or whatever didn't make it pro, so I'm going to live those dreams mm-hmm. to everyone else. And going to make you all pro, if you like. But if you're thinking, mm, no, that's not for me, or I don't think I am, trust the process. There are so many more jobs out there. So many. Yeah, more. I had that experience, and it and it's tough to come to terms with. Yeah, no. Not knowing what you want to do with your football. But, when you, but if you decide to go down the same route that I can say I personally did, and you just decide to play it for fun, and... Um, I want to go into media, obviously, in it. Well, you know that, but yeah. like I found a different outlet to it, and now I still play for fun and I enjoy playing more. And I'm not saying that's the same for everybody because everyone's different. Yeah, but no. I think learn that there are some really cool options out there. Yeah, to still do something that you've loved. That's so in a different way. Yeah, no, definitely. That's so important because enjoyment has to come first. Because the minute you're not enjoying it, the minute it's going to become a chore and you're like, no, I don't think I can do this anymore. And that's when you exactly. lose your love for the football because you've got rid of the enjoyment. And I feel like if you're not enjoying your football where you are now, don't be afraid to go and leave. Because like mentioned throughout, there's so many more opportunities along the way. You'll meet new friends and things like that. Yeah. So the last serious question. Oh my god, we're getting quite deep here. I'm like the yeah. least serious person. And the last serious question mm-hmm. is: Where do you see yourself in five years' time? Okay, so it's going to be 2027, I think. Yes. So hopefully, watching England lionesses lift a World Cup. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, That's next year. That's next year. You don't have to wait that, that one on the way home. <laughs> two years in a row we're coming for it um, yeah. no hopefully obviously I've said said that I want to go into media so hopefully doing bits in that yeah um still just sharing the love that I have for this sport and yeah going to as many games as I can meeting as many wonderful people through it as I can yeah, and definitely. hopefully getting some more cool opportunities yeah definitely keep growing that network it'll take you far 100% Okay, so on this podcast, I ask everyone a few quick fire questions, 
And you may get really judged on this if you what listen to the last episode, which I know you did, but it'll be okay. Yep. I'll ease you in. So which is your favourite footballer at this moment in time? Okay, so I've got to go with... Can I have two? Yeah, go for it. Men's and women's. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 go Jordan, for it. Jordan Nobbs. Georgia Scored two worldies. Yes. I like <laughs> I that so much. Um, Georgia Stanway. Nice. Georgia Stanway. I think she's actually smashing it out in Bayern. Yes. She seems really happy as well. And yeah. to bring a game back with two goals in yes. like 10 minutes. What a legend. Um, and then for men's, I've got to go Haaland. Yes. Just because he's unreal at the moment. Absolutely. And I just, I love seeing the stats. I'm like, how many is he going to score? Yeah, I know. And he's 23. Like, he's yeah. five years older than me. That's scary. Oh my god. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so next one. Your go-to takeaway. Kebab or pizza? Nice. Or Indian. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm easy. I'll take yeah. I'll take whatever anyone's ordered. Nice. What's your go-to pizza then? If you're getting a pizza. Something neat. Pepperoni no. or chicken or something. Nice. Controversial question. Does pe- pineapple belong on pizza? I'm gonna. People aren't gonna be happy with me. I'm in the middle. I, I've eat, I'll eat it oh. and it's fine. But no. at the same time, <laughs> I can see why people have a problem with it. <laughs> I was like, hoping you'd say yeah. I don't really mind. I was hoping you'd say yeah. I mean, it's not like my go-to pizza, so don't yeah, I'll eat it. don't stop listening, guys. Okay, <laughs> but if it's now, I'll eat it. But yeah, I'll eat it. But I can understand how people have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> like I wouldn't choose You're... it, but if someone's got pineapple on pizza, yeah, I'll have a slice. Yeah, no, definitely. Pizza. Yeah, I'll eat it. Okay, this is the be or end all question. Go to now. Okay. All right, I've got two. Again, oh, sorry, I'm so indecisive. Um, either a burger, mm. a chicken burger with chips and corn, or nice. butterfly chicken with garlic bread and corn. Nice. Corn's an odd one. People don't normally have I that in Nando's, but no, I like I it. I love sweet corn. Absolute beauty. Mm. Right, that lot. Got to get a bit of, bit of veg in there. Oh, yeah. Get those vitamins in. <laughs> the athletes we are. Uh, athlete, athlete, you know that. There's panda. Not here. Oh, it's coming your way. Um, sorry yeah. about that, guys. You'll <laughs> hear it in a second. <laughs> no, you'll just hear a massive flash in a minute. Um, <laughs> cinema. What? What are your go-to cinema snacks? Um, I'm a very sour sweets person. Oh. And then I like sweet popcorn. Nice. But yeah, I what like fizzy, yummy. sour sort of sweets. Pan sticks. Mm, no, oh. I don't really like them that much, actually. Sour Patch Kids? Like, yeah, Sour Patch Kids. Nice. Um, What's the other one? I like the Watermelon Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. And sour Skittles. Yeah. They're unmatched. Beautiful. I rate your choices a lot. Okay, so this is the final question, which is so sad. But we've been here hours because our free takes. <laughs> um. <laughs> So hosting a come down with me, who are the five celebrities you are inviting? Can be dead or alive. 
I've tried thinking about this and this is really, really hard. Um Ian Wright. Yeah, nice. Legend. Love him. Um I tried to think of different categories. I'm like, who am I gonna have from yeah. like so from TV probably Patrick Dempsey from um uh, Grey's Anatomy. Nice. Derek Shepherd got to be there. That doesn't need explaining. Um footballers. I think Ellen White. Nice. Because she's she was the football female football player that little Izzy fell in love with. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, two more, two more. I need some help. Mm. Two more people. Um will you get a manager in there? Serena Beegman. Yeah, the get Serena in there. there. Yeah, I need to know all the secrets and <laughs> the recipe to success. She also seems like she can. She's got the best dry sense of humor. Yeah, no, she looks funny. Um, Let's go for another player. Mm. Maybe. I really don't know. Well, maybe like someone funny. Because you've got Ellen White, she's really wise. Beth Mead, there we go. Yeah, then you've got Beth Mead and Ellen, they can sit together at the table. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Love it. Plus, because any time it's awkward, Beth Mead will just laugh. Oh my God, yeah, no, she'll like drop her She's got the best laugh. Or whatever. Yeah, no, she has (laughs) the best laugh. (laughs) I don't know, she'll do something that's so Beth Mead. Um, Mm -hmm. So, to wrap up the podcast, every time I get a guest on which is all the time because no one's going to listen to me speaking on my own (laughs) I mean you can if you like (laughs) but I get the people to pass on advice to the next person now yours was passed on from Lola to you was keep being yourself work hard don't let anyone tell you differently to what you would like to do you can obviously take time to judge yeah I know like that so now it's your turn to give advice to the next guest that comes on. Okay. And to anyone out seconds, there. Because I had something planned and it's gone out my brain. No. <laughs> Just give me a second. Um, surround yourself with the right people because they make everything. And just always make sure to continue to do the things that make you happy and it won't always be easy but if you're consistent and you keep working it will come no no I like that that's yeah really- sorry I'm not the best with advice no that's what my heart has <laughs> and always make sure to smile yeah oh my god smile lights up a room and just be, be happy yeah and try and try your best to make I was happy as well but put yourself first always put yourself first I mean it's like difficult that sounds really selfish oh just put yourself first but you can't pour from an empty cup that's the new saying definitely well thank you all for listening and it was a pleasure to have you on Izzy thank you for joining me thank you for having me it was great fun after our outtakes (laughs) we got there (laughs) so exciting so thank you all for listening and I hope this has been able to help at least one person because then I know our job has been done.
and we've been a major support to that person. But thank you all for joining and I hope to hope you all oh god I can't speak. <laughs> hope to have you all listening next week as well. Bye guys. I know I will be. Yeah, thank you. Number one pat. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.